Good morning, friends, old and new. Welcome. My name is Thimby, and I am here with another conversation to share myself. Well, I said good morning, but wherever you are in your day, welcome to the conversation. Good morning, friends. I am so glad to be back with you. I'm so excited again, as usual. I'm excited to share what's in me right now. Um, I'm excited because you are responding and I'm getting feedback from you. And and if that's not you yet, I'm looking forward to you doing it. <laughs> so I want to remind everybody that you can follow me on Instagram or you can reach out on Instagram's new pa- platform, Threads. Both profile names are at Simply Thimby. And I look forward to hearing from you. Um, Before I get into today's conversation, I just feel led to share and to refresh the vision and the whole premise of my show. Um, It's a reminder to some, and for some, it's going to be the first time hearing some of my new friends. So I share myself from the perspective of where I am moment to moment, okay? Whatever I'm dealing with, whatever I'm going through, whatever it is, and it's to build encouragement. This is the perspective or this is the premise of the show, right? Sometimes where I am in the moment, it may pull up something from my past or something that I've been through. In those times, those moments serve as a testament to whatever point I'm trying to make, okay? Whatever encouragement that I'm trying to share. I share myself, I share moment to moment for two reasons. One reason is because sometimes uh, we lose compassion when we see someone else experiencing something that we've gone through ourselves. I don't believe it's intentionally, but it's easy to come across as condescending or judgy, basically forgetting what it felt like when we were in that moment. And I never want to do that. The point of the show is to let people know That as believers in Christ, we are real people with real emotions and real life concerns (laughs) who face real issues. But we believe in and subscribe to the leadership of a real God who teaches us how to live an abundant life amidst all of the reality (laughs) that we face daily. Okay. The second reason, when we go through difficult, painful, confusing, or uncertain circumstances and situations, it brings so much comfort to have someone who will walk beside you. I just want to put that back at the forefront of the show. Okay? Now, for the conversation. Friends, Romans, countrymen. Lend me your ear. (laughs) So it dawned on me a few days ago that I am in a season of shut up. (laughs) It seems like with every new challenge or promise especially, I have to go back to grade school with what the Bible says about my words and my thoughts. I have to remind myself not to speak what I see and especially not to speak what I think. (laughs) And not just that. Stop telling people stuff. 
I ain't gonna lie. I've been in this season for so long. <laughs> there are two parts to this season, I feel like. Two phases. One phase is being cautious about what I let come out of my mouth. Am I speaking faith or doubt? Am I speaking against what God has said or am I in agreement to it? Okay, so a couple Sundays ago, my pastor spoke about shifting. He said, shift anyway. And it was like a, in spite of, you know. Um, he talked about receiving a new heart and a renewed mind, about not staying in our feelings and missing God by doing so. He talked about forgiving others, about our posture before God, being in the correct posture before God. What is it and, and, and how to be in that correct posture. And being honest with God about what we feel, right? And so as I was listening to him speak, I heard these words and I wrote them down. Between prophecy and promise, there is process. So his message on this day was speaking directly to me. And you can listen to the replay of it, of that whole service. It's on Facebook under the Citadel of Faith. It's the message from Sunday, January 14th. Okay. So I mentioned before about catching hell because of the decision I made to obey something I believe God asked me to do. Right. Well, this message was dancing all over that. <laughs> get out of unforgiveness, um, shift anyway, don't hold on to, don't stay in your feelings. He was dancing all over that, right? It was great and I needed it and I took heed and I followed the instruction. Well, last week I was sitting in service again and I hear, shut up. <laughs> and immediately I thought, Everybody ain't happy for you. And I thought, hmm. <laughs> and as I thought about that, what came to mind was a few situations in the Bible where maybe the person needed to shut up, right? So the first one, <laughs> Samson, with Samson and Delilah. If he hadn't told her where his strength came from, then she wouldn't have shaved him. They wouldn't have shaved him bald and took his strength and, you know, really took the anointing that was on him. He just needed to shut up. Everybody doesn't have your best interest at heart. And then I thought about Joseph and, you know, Joseph of the of um, Jacob's sons, one of the 12 of Jacob's sons. Joseph went telling his brothers his dream about how they were, well, he didn't say they, but they interpreted the dream, how they would serve him, um, be subservient to him. They got jealous, threw him in a hole, then sold him into slavery. Um, shut up, Joseph. <laughs> so... I was thinking about that and I thought, wow, some of the hell that I feel like I caught came because 
I was too free with information. I was too ready to share it. You know, I was too open with whatever was going on. Sometimes, unfortunately, the good things that happen in our lives spark envy and jealousy. And unfortunately, it's in the most unexpected places, right? That's one phase of shut up that I have supposed, I am supposed to have been in for a long time. Now, back in the episode that I shared about behind the song in your eyes, that was a moment of shut up, right? That I should have exercised, um, and I could have avoided the strain of of not recording it or the strain of the um, discouragement that I received <laughs> if I had just shut up, right? So I have plenty of prophecy and definitely moving toward promise, but I realize I'm in a process and in this place is where faith is tested. Resolve is tested. Belief is challenged. Motives are exposed. And not only other people's motives, but my own motives. You know, Um, process is a critical space to be in. And silence is necessary. But in the silence, what I need to do is carefully consider the words that I do need to speak, right? If I don't, then I step over into complaining. And in complaining, I step out of the correct posture with God. So the correct posture for anyone who may have been asking is a place of praise. The Bible says, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I can't be praising and complaining at the same time. Right. When I thought about the correct posture, I had a thought about the children of Israel in the Bible. When you read the history after their exodus, it looks like they did a lot of complaining. Right. But I don't think complaining is the best description of what was happening with them. When you consider what was what was going on. Right. They're in slavery for hundreds of years. Then there's this great tug of war between their God and Pharaoh. They leave only to get stuck between an impossible situation, crossing a sea, no boat. (laughs) Many of them probably couldn't even swim. And an enemy behind them that they just got away from, right? They just escaped from, right? Then they come to a wilderness. This is not the promise. This is a place of nothingness. This is a place um, of no establishment, no homes, no resources. Then they see the promised land (laughs) after the wilderness. They see the promised land, but it's occupied by giants, literal giants. Okay, I'm not justifying their behavior. (laughs) But I can identify with them feeling like they just couldn't catch a break. 
I can identify with them feeling like, man, God, did you promise this? I can identify with being in the process and thinking, wait a minute, what's going on? There was prophecy that there would be that they would be a great nation, both in size and stature. And after so long a time, it looked like they were coming out of slavery, coming out of bondage into promise. Right. And they were. But between prophecy and promise, there's process. And I can identify with them being in process and losing, <laughs> losing it. I mean, process being so, <laughs> uh, I can just, I can identify, I can identify. I think they weren't really complaining for the sake of complaining, but rather the prophecy of this great promise before them sort of painted a picture of expectation, right? Process was never mentioned or probably not even considered. Honestly, we're talking about the almighty God, creator of heavens and planets, not just the earth. He is supernatural. He is miraculous in and of himself. What is process to him? <laughs> I mean, well, it's whatever he deems necessary. But do we really consider that when he speaks his plan for us into time, that there's a process that we're going to have to walk through? Not likely. So here's Israel. And with every encounter throughout the process, they're thinking, as I'm sure I would be, this does not look like the promise. I believe that in process, Israel was in their season of shut up, but they didn't know it. Unfortunately, because of their heart posture, they wasted a lot of time, suffered a lot of unwanted consequences and experienced plenty of loss. I did see in this that in every situation that was not as a result of their disobedience, right, in their process where they faced the sea, the giants occupying the promised land, all of that, God was trying to show them his strength in order to build their faith, right? And they, they missed it. Could it be, friends, that God is trying to build my faith through my current place of process? Or your faith through your current place of process? Could it be? If then that is the case... This season of shut up, season of silence, is very necessary. And in it, I believe, a cautious walk. 
is of the utmost importance. And I would like to pray with us, for us. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for understanding and wisdom and awareness. Thank you for humility. Father, I lift up the listeners, Father, if if they, like myself, are in process where you are trying to build faith through whatever it is that we're walking through at this time, I pray that you would strengthen us, give us the endurance to stand, give us the mental fortitude to stand still and see you move in and through our lives. Please encourage our hearts, Father, when we're weak. Help us to stay focused on you and help us to repeat, reiterate what you have said, not what we feel, what we see, what we think, but your words. It is only by your strength that we are able to do so, that we are able to stand only by your strength and only with your help. So we thank you for it. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So thank you, friends, for joining me. This one was short today, but that is okay. I do want to invite you, if you are in the Tennessee area and um, you are wanting to experience the presence of God, a, a magnificent move of God, I invite you to the Citadel of Faith. It's at 751 East MLK Boulevard in Chattanooga, Tennessee, under the leadership of Pastor Corey D. Prather, First Lady Tiffany Prather. We would love, love, love for you to join us. And until we come together again for another conversation, make today a great day.